What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of In These Quarantines. I am your friendly neighborhood host, Joganuts, and let's jump right in. So, right off the bat, I just want to talk um, exclusively or mostly about the Suicide Squad movie. Uh, I was fortunate to see it over the weekend, and I've actually seen it twice already because that's how much I love the movie. And this is going to contain minor spoilers. I feel like most people that probably follow my channel have already watched the movie. But it's going to contain some spoilers, definitely. I can't really promise uh, how much I will spoil. But yeah, overall, James Gunn delivered a wonderful masterpiece in my book. Definitely, definitely. This is truly an ode to comic book mo- comic books like as a, as a page. And the seventh action movies. Um, f- I, l- I love the fact that he deals with very obscure you know d-list characters characters are so ridiculous like i mean tdk like that's who is the i'm um, fallout i'm fallout boy and even polka dot man i mean this guy gave polka dot man such a tragic story that it's hard not to empathize with the character and of course credit to david dalmatian who plays him that guy is like a dc powerhouse actor so yeah um right off the bat the movie is incredible <laughs> i mean the opening scene itself with the multiple characters get killed off it's just yeah you could liken it to the deadpool 2 scenario with the x-force but the truth is it's not necessarily new to see that for me that they make it less funnier anyway um i really showed how truly ruthless amanda waller is who is wonderfully played again by Viola Davis. It was nice to see um, four characters from the, from David A. Exercise Squad return, and that's um, Captain Boomerang, Harley Quinn, Rick Flag, and Amanda Waller. Um, I'm really happy with Rick Flag's performance here, with the portrayal here. Um, Joe Kinnaman does a fantastic job in play because in um, Suicide Squad, that's David Ayers, um, he was just this kind of generic, bland, um, you know, errand boy. That was just part of exposition. It, it was he. There was nothing to write home about him. I, but I love how he was more like kind of witty and laid back, chill dude, chill like military dude here. He, you know, you could tell that he's had his fair share of army experience, but he's more laid back and and just kind of you know in, in, in a weird way, just kind of optimistically naive. You know, just chilling. I, I like that he had more character to him that you could point out. Then of course, um, of course, the success was subjected to Team A and Team B. Team A obviously consisted of a lot of three-way characters. It was obviously intentional. I mean, with characters like TDK and Javelin, those, those are jokes, man. And um, Savant played my, my Karuka. I just I love the way if um, anyone watching a movie that isn't familiar with comic books or the comic book characters will probably think Savant is going to last long because the movie starts from his point of view and you think, oh, this guy's going to become this kind of protagonist that's going to, you know, spiral and then he dies in the most ridiculous way and, you know, um, but I really love what he did. Um, additionally, the gore, the violence and humor, definitely James Gunn's trademark. The way it's blended wonderfully because it gives me a lot of um, reference or whatever back to movies like super that he did which is a movie by um that featured ryan johnson and um, um ellen page okay who is now elliot page but yeah check it out if you haven't so say like a dark superhero or is a dark superhero comedy movie um i love that about it i mean um then you move on to team b where like let's say they spend a longer you know they take up most of the runtime of the movie in um Bloodsport, who's oh, who was just a fantastic character. I mean, I love the fact that they didn't recast Deadshot 
with Idris Elba and bringing Bloodsport, who's actually a different character entirely, and you know, adding his own. Because I was worried that Bloodsport just going to be a rinse and repeat Deadshot without naming him Deadshot, but he's different. Apart from the fact that he has a daughter, but the book has a daughter. He's a different character entirely. His own, you know, shortcomings, his own. Um, skill sets and everything his power suit is incredible the way it takes literally any piece of metal or you know contraption on his power suit and combines them together to form a weapon was really fantastic to see and i loved that about it peacemaker was like i mean john cena really really it's incredible how far he has come from being a wrestler because he actually shows that he has gone to get some acting training somewhere or whatever he's improved on himself because his acting and nuances is kind of this narcissistic um you know self-absorbed character that he plays in peacemaker was just phenomenal it was really hilarious i loved the fact how he was so full of himself he, he truly believes so much in peace that he's willing to kill which is just a, he's just a walking irony uh, then we have past catcher 2 which was surprisingly um interesting character daniela mckill mckill plays a very good kind of laid back um she's just kind of lazy <laughs> character like a control rat but i love how you know soft-spoken she is and um she she brought a lot a, a diversity to the character you know she's like the youngest in the team and for once I, I don't know how james gunn does this he takes the most disgusting creatures or let's say most annoying creatures or that we have in real life and makes us empathize with them he did the first thing with rock with raccoon with raccoons in rockets in guardians of the galaxy and then he did the same thing with rats now i mean dude Every time I saw the rats come on screen, it was I felt so queasy. But towards the end of the movie, I, you know, I started like cheering for them, which was so hilarious. But that was actually cool. And then, um, of course, Rick Flag and Harley Quinn join up with them later, and they excel. Harley, Quinn, I mean, Magorobi definitely enjoyed that time as Harley Quinn in this, and I love the fact that they delve deep into her psychosis. She truly is a psychotic person, and you know, with at her multiple person disorders and just of the wall of the rails personality was really shining through and Magorobi really brought that out and i really loved that about it then i have to talk about king shark or nanawe <laughs> i really love I, I mean it's incredible how all the main characters actually get their own time in the sun without being feeling over without feeling like a punchline for necessary like killer croc i was a bit disappointed with his um, portrayal yeah the makeup was actually fantastic for killer croc but there was nothing personality wise it was just like a footnote in david A's suicide squad but in this one i mean you truly matter with this cold brother killer i mean this dude is just a like an overgrown baby that's trying to actually improve himself and you know he's learning and i love the way you see the moments where the camera pans on him and you just see he's just like this overgrown baby and you just kind of feel for him even though you know he's a merciless killer <laughs> yeah i mean the scene with the aquarium where he sees these fish creatures i think are friends or the scene in the bus where they're all having fun inside the the canteen and he's just chilling it's um yeah i was it's he's was such a lovable character i was truly worried he was gonna die and he had a lot a lot of times he seemed like a little fake out dead scenes that really made me grasp my heart and then finally i think my favorite character so far even though it's kind of tough to i keep recycling but i think one person that stands out the most was poker dog man and that's just because the character in the comics is such a ridiculous character literally throws poker dots at people his poker dots have specific abilities one can turn to a whole he's just a ridiculous character that was probably written by a 
comic book writer when he was on shrooms or lsd but i love the way um he was able to reinvent him making a really sympathetic character with pocados being this kind of infectious um project um, ballistic projectiles that were capable of delivering serious damage and you know making try character that has to is basically living with a plague that is trying to use to make um you know trying to use to better society in his own twisted way and his own mommy issues are just really really disturbing and hilarious at the same time how he sees his mother and everybody and everything that was really funny and i love the way each character like i said stands out and one thing James Gunn has proven to really do well is be able to bring a couple of outcasts and riffraffs and make them feel like a family. Even though the movie takes place in, you know, over the course of probably 24 hours, you believe by the end of the movie that they have become closer. They've shared a lot together. And that's because they literally went on a journey. You know, they camped around, they shared stories, they were able to empathize with each other, especially with Ratcatcher 2 and Bloodsport scene. They were able to Richie kind of understand each other's point of view and I, I think that really worked so compared to Suicide Squad that's the one with David Ayer where um, El Diablo out of nowhere says he's not going to lose a family and it's weird because all throughout they've been making fun of him and they've not really been a, a team compared to what we have here yeah all in all it was a fantastic movie I really really enjoyed it I've seen it twice I'm going to see it a third time and even second viewing it's, it's great oh I can't forget this of course um, Peter Capaldi as a thinker who, Although I think he had limited amount of screen time, I think he fitted. He his purpose was served to come and kind of you know explain the project Starfish and talk about his voice. I think I was just incredible. I just loved it. You know, just twisted depraved scientist that has been carrying out these heinous crimes and experiments on people for years. Was just oh, was just spot on. And then of course Starro. The only little gripe I have is that I wish Starro was never revealed in the trailer. It have been a truly what the fuck moment. Um to watch him manifest or to be project starfish and i can't believe the i mean i literally feel bad for starro when he died like i you know even if he has such you know he just appears in a third act you can understand like the fact that it was like all he wanted to do was stay at the sky, stay at the stars you, you feel bad for this creature because he's just he's been abused and tortured for years and he just wants his own freedom and he technically he has every right to enact his revenge on, on all the humans on that island yeah, and to make Starro truly formidable and scary, dude, that was because yeah, in the comics, even in the cartoons, he's always played off as for laughs. Even though he could eat potentially a very dangerous creature, because I mean, he's able to you know turn humans into mindless drones, so he could take over an entire country in a matter of hours. So, and that's kind of what he was doing. I caught him Maltese already, and he did a significant damage before he was stopped by the Suicide Squad. That was really phenomenal to, to see, and the movie as well. The, the the references, the flashbacks, the subtle nuances that I, I, I mean, Easter eggs rather that were peppered left and right was just so fantastic and enjoyable. And it was a fantastic movie. Seriously, James Gunn did a lot. I, I feel like this movie was meant for him. It was he was literally born to play to direct this movie? It was made, it had it, it? It was everything that his style of directing fits, and I'm happy that it delivered. Fantastic. I mean, King Shark CGI was incredible. Seeing the like kind of light glistening of his metallic skin was just amazing. O- overall, it was a fantastic. I seriously can't think of anything outrightly bad in the movie. Oh, and before I even end, um, the Peacemaker TV series, the concept, the idea that that show exists is fantastic. The fact that James Gunn came up with the whole Peacemaker TV series out of boredom 
yeah out of boredom was um incredible and i'm looking forward to that because john cena was phenomenal in the movie and to and actually the wardens or the amanda's workers in bell rift had their own moments just quite funny um with um steve aggie they got up the the bearded dude with the glasses and the rest of the team they eventually even knocked her out uh, so to see them have their own spin-off i'm quite confident in the show because for james Gunn to have so much confidence in releasing making a whole tv series around an obscure character in a movie that wasn't out yet and for one brother to greenlight it that's even done completing they've completed shooting and they're just waiting for release in january gives me faith in this and i'm really curious and james gunn has been reported to have said that it's going to have the most action in any um, superhero tv show i mean of course he's probably just hyping it up but i'm curious to see how it pans out and i'm pretty sure the dark humor would be, would be still would still be prevalent in the movie or tv series rather so yeah have you seen the suicide squad what do you guys think about it and let me know if you're excited about the pacemaker tv series and also let me know your favorite character in this movie and as always guys stay safe and stay tuned